0: In this episode, I share the most underrated exercise of all time. I'll tell you exactly why and when and how to do it. Enjoy. I'm Joe Shung, aka Joe Fight, founder and CEO of Fight Fitness, where we help people burn fat, Tone up and learn to kick butt. Join me as I share the secrets on health, wealth, and being kick-ass. Welcome to the Being a Ninja Show. The most underrated exercise for fat loss. You may know what it is. You may not know what it is. But if you didn't know what it was, now you know. It is walking. Walking. Walking is by far one of the most underrated things that you can be doing um, and to add on to your um, fitness and fat loss program. But it's not that magic pill. So let me preface this a little bit. I'm going to go with this chart here. Um, It's from a uh, study done. And we talked about what is the number one thing that is actually going to help you lose um, what contributes to energy expenditure the most. So this is how many, how much calories you burn because... Fat loss is all about calories in versus calories out. That is the most important things. And if you can contribute, if you can increase energy expenditure and decrease the amount of calories that you're taking, um, that is one surefire way to lose weight. So resting energy expenditure is the biggest factor with weight loss. And guess what? The best way to influence this is three ways. Number one, diet, of course, decreasing the amount of calories you have, increasing the amount of exercises or the combination. Funny thing, this chart actually shows that um, exercise alone is probably the least uh, effective in terms of increasing your amount of energy expenditure. And diet is the most. And right in the middle is that combination of diet and exercise. So, you know, take that for what it is. But, you know, how important nutrition plays a role in like in fitness and fat loss specifically, super important. So making sure your diet is on point because you cannot out train a bad diet. Then next up on this little chart is the thermic effect of feeding. So food itself actually takes calories to burn. That's why when we talk about eating, making sure you have enough proteins, because proteins um, typically take more calories to burn than it actually gives back to you, making sure you're high in protein, less on carbs and fats. But here's the cool thing. Activity, energy, expenditure. So two things that are that create the activity, activity energy, expenditure. Exercise, energy, expenditure. So stuff that you do to... Uh, workout to burn calories, but also non-exercise activity thermogenesis or NEAT for short actually contributes more to fat loss than exercise energy expenditure. Wow, amazing, isn't that? So you can actually, the things you do outside of workouts can actually help you burn more calories than exercise itself. Now, exercise is important. No, I touched on this because exercise is important um, because you need to add in more muscles. Muscles help do a lot of things. Your increases your resting energy expenditure, keeps you healthy, keeps you moving, keeps you feeling young. So you still need to do it, but you can imagine non-exercise activity thermogenesis actually shows that it, it actually contributes more to anything. So walking may help burn more fat. And they actually did a 12-week randomized control. Um, they compared the effects of a group of people that were on a low-calorie diet. So they were on a, cal- a diet that you know they wanted to decrease the calories, plus three hours of weekly walking, and looked at the changes in things like the resting energy expenditure, their body composition, um, cardio, and all this stuff. Now, all these, all these people were overweight, obese, and I completed the study. Now, here's the th- interesting thing. There was really no significant difference between the group's in terms of resting energy expenditure not much changed or body composition or cardio or their heart outcomes um, both groups lost a very similar amount of weights while being in a hypo uh, a lower caloric diet but get this the walkers actually experienced significantly more um, uh, decrease in fasting insulin but they also found that they actually had a little bit lower in terms of body fat which is very interesting they, sign- they lost more body fat. Although they lost more weight, like the non-walking group and the walking group, they lost about the same amount of the weight. The walking group lost a little bit more body fat. And they thought proposed that it was probably because, you know, you can burn up calories and everything. Um, but here's my take on this. Interesting study. Um 2009 it's a little while ago that talked about what's postprandial. It's just a fancy word for after eating um, is walking is better for lowering glycemic effect of dinner than walking bef- um, before exercise. So what ended up happening is that um, whenever, whenever you go for a walk after you eat, your actually body burns most of the extra calories instead of it being stored as fat. Cause you can imagine if you're going on for, if you're not walking um, after you're eating, you you eat the food It goes in your system, it digests, then all the extra calories your body says, I don't need it, let's convert, let's go through this process and convert it into fat to store for later. Whereas if we go for a walk after we eat, now your body's like, A, it's increasing the ability to actually, um, there's actually another study that showed that walking actually increases the rate of uh, uh, um, motility, I think it's called, motility, that all the food going through your gut so it actually increases the speed of digestion so a lot of that food can be utilized for energy faster so this ties into one of our challenges in the group too so if you're not walking after dinner so to speed up fat loss this may be the best time to do it how much walking typically ten thousand steps per day is what i like to recommend for um for people and I think 10,000 steps is a realistic number if you are you know, giving yourself breaks. It's tough to hit if you're working very sedentary. And I'll give you my wife's example. She, She's in accounting, so she stands in front of the computer. So we've had to find a lot of hacks for her to get her step count up and her act- activity level up. One of them was making sure she's standing. We're um, even looking at getting a uh, treadmill underneath her desk um, just to get her moving. Um, because there is some challenge. But here are some hacks. I mean, tips for getting an extra 10,000 steps. You know, taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Simple one if you live in a building. Parking further away from the door at shops. I know, you know, sometimes we're in a rush, but sometimes, you know, go with the first first uh, parking spot you see so you have to walk a little bit. Um going for a break, a walk in between shifts, like making sure you're going lunch, breakfast, dinner, after dinner, those sorts of things. And, um, instead of sitting in a break room, actually go for a walk. So those are some quick strategies, but, Ten thousand steps is a minimum. If I want to be really aggressive, say for example, if somebody wants to be really aggressive with their weight loss, I will prescribe up to twelve thousand steps, um, which is a little bit more and a little bit more challenging to hit. But that if you're hit that eight to ten thousand steps, um, you're doing pretty good. So, that's my recommendation to get um, if you want to make sure that your neat, your non exercise activity thermogenesis is well so that it's contributing to your fat loss. And there you have it the most underrated exercise for fat loss walking. Make sure you're doing it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Being a Ninja Show. If you enjoyed that episode, do consider sharing, subscribing, or even leave us some comments. It'd be much appreciated. Signing off. Sayonara.